Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. What's up, good people? Welcome to episode 75 of the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic and common sense pursuit of health and wellness. Today's episode is brought to you by ProjectRook.com. So, what's going on, good people? I am in the process of kind of restructuring the website a little bit again. And what I'm trying to do is I'm really trying to think through my approach with all of this. I've been very, hmm, concerned is not really the word, uh, turned off maybe, just by the direction of uh all things health and wellness here lately and i always got to self-check i got to make sure that i don't become a slave to my beliefs more importantly i got to make sure that i don't become what i despise and so you know in the midst of having a desire and a passion to do something for me at least you got to make sure that you don't get caught up in the sauce (laughs) or you don't get lost in the sauce, so to speak. And so I'm really thinking about um, just my approach. What is it that I can do and how can I do it in a way that really helps people? I'm not interested in creating a quote-unquote religion or cult following. I'm not really interested in kind of telling people what is, you know, this one way is how you do, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, that's just not my flow. So as I'm pondering through all of these things, and this is why I haven't added a lot of new content to the site yet. I mean, I have some things, I haven't posted them, but I'm really thinking back to my process and what was helpful for me. And I don't want to just post like I'm, 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 I'm going through the process and I'm like, damn, okay, how can I really help people? I know I can't help everybody. I'm not interested in helping everybody, but for those who, who really vibe, right. Who, who, who are in sync with me, right. What is it? Can I do? How can I present information in such a way, um, that, is easily understandable right you can digest it you can actually take it you can apply it so on and so forth so i'm thinking before i dive because i'm kind of looking at my plan for the year before i dive deep these are some things that i think would be important to share right maybe we should start from the beginning right before i can get you like i can't jump Right into like y'all, AIDS is fake. Cause I'm a scary, I'm a scary y'all. I can't, I can't jump into it and say, hey, there's no such thing as HIV. I can't jump into this thing and say, there's already cures for cancer. Stop wasting your money and going on those dumbass walks. I can't say that. I can't tell a woman. Yo, you can ovulate, but there's no need for you to shed blood in the process. You are wasting valuable fluids. I can't say that because most people, mm, that's going to be a turnoff right there. So I can't I can't come directly and throw that out there yet. So I'm thinking through it like, okay, maybe my approach needs to be, let's go back to explore some things that you may not be familiar with let me share some things with you from a from a perspective that you may have not taken as of yet that may open your mind in a way to some things that hmm 
hmm, maybe that's possible. Or maybe that's probable. If we go back in history just a little bit to see how things have worked, you'll get a better understanding. You'll be less likely to say, well, Rook, why would they do that? Why would they do that? Nigga, because they always been doing they because they've been doing it, right? Because people are <laughs> are low vibrational beings and they have ulterior motives and they are alpha profit and they care about no one but their own and whoever gets hurt in the process is not their concern. So I'm thinking that's what I want to do here in the beginning, at least for this month. Kind of go and explore some things show you some things that may explain why I feel as strongly as I do about certain things, right? I will say, I'll make this statement. I think any person of color has to be out of their damn mind. And anybody else, I've heard this before, like, you you know, you that's fear tactics. We already, you know, we have, you know, people of color who are resistant to, you know, the medical field and the industry or whatever. You shouldn't say certain things, but I'm going to say it. Anybody, any person of color who will freely listen to anything, anything that mainstream conventional medicine had to say, you got to be out of your damn mind. And I got outside of common sense i got the facts to back up that statement like to support that statement i should say you got to be out of your damn mind and it lets me know you don't really know how things been going down that's what it lets me know so i'm like okay all right before we dive into this right as i'm looking i want to go and restructure some things on the site i want to put some resources there break some things down before we get deep into that let's let's talk about how things have gone down And maybe it'll give you a clearer understanding on some things. So I say all that to say my first topic of discussion is big tobacco. When I think of the mafia, big tobacco comes to mind. Like when you want to study some OG gangster mafia shit, you need to study the tobacco files. (laughs) Like it's fascinating to me. It's, it's several documentaries. I will, when I do a actual post on it, I'll, I'll um, tag those or I post those because um, most of them are free. Listen, when I tell you the gangsterness behind this operation and what it has done and how many people is killed and how much money they've made and the fact that we're surprised, like the parallels between Big Tobacco and Big Food right now, It will be another 20 years from now, and we will be talking about what is happening now. Oh, we didn't know. They tricked us. I mean, they told us it was all safe. Like, you so stupid. You so stupid. Every time I get a tweet talking about, well, where's the scientific study? Damn, you got to have a scientific study to tell you the smoke in your lungs is no good? You need a scientific study to tell you that uh, a food product with 18 ingredients, half of which you can't pronounce, you need a you need a study. Come on, but that, but that's good. It's cool. It's cool. I get it. Okay, if you if you're not aware, and I haven't actually seen this commercial because I really watch television. Um, so, but I've seen it on on YouTube. But all right, this is basically what went down. There was a um a case a government case against the tobacco industry right racketeering case all right and um this was back in 2006 if i'm not mistaken right so let's and let's just i don't want to skate over this racketeering right that charge that the government was making against big tobacco racketeering is essentially that it was an organized crime you organize you, you you organize criminal acts in a in a way of business right you put, in order to earn money that's essentially what you're doing right 
criminal business is what is what the charge was. This was back in 2006. It's 2005. Don't quote me. You can look up the exact date. But anyway, they ruled, the judge ruled against Big Tobacco, and they found him guilty. I want I want to read to you what the judge said. I'm going to read. I just I just think this is important, right? This was uh, Judge Gladys um, Kessler. 2006. 2006, I believe I'm correct on that. She said, over the course of more than 50 years, defendants lied. Defendants being big tobacco, the, the tobacco industry. Lied, misrepresented, and deceived the American public, including smokers and the young people they avidly sought as replacement smokers about the devastating health effects of smoking and environmental tobacco smoke. They suppressed research, not science. They destroyed documents. They manipulated the use of nicotine so as to increase and perpetuate addiction. They distorted the truth about low tar and light cigarettes so as to discourage smokers from quitting. And they abused the legal system in order to achieve their goal to make money with little, if any, regard for individual suffering, soaring health costs, or the integrity of the legal system. Dang. Woo. I, what I want to emphasize for all of those who caught up, look, I'm not anti-science, all right? Okay. However, however, for all of those who, you know, need science to confirm how to wipe your ass, I just want to emphasize the suppressed research, destroyed documents, manipulated the use of nicotine so as to increase and perpetuate addiction. Wow. So again, this this is what the ruling was. Well, they've been still in litigation appeals since 2006 it's been a 10 plus years but they've gone of course you know that they <laughs> tobacco companies couldn't accept that well finally it has come to an end right as of november part of this ruling um you know the filed by the federal government this you know the cigarette makers were found to have deliberately misled the public deliberately and part of the ruling they were required to pay themselves and run ads that are supposedly running right now they're supposedly started as of november of last year that actually admit and state make a statement about the health effects of smoking supposed to be on primetime television that a problem with that in regard to targeting the youth i don't know how many i don't know what primetime shows or stations this is supposed to be on but it would be more effective if that was being advertised on social media more so television right now but none nonetheless nonetheless this is what's happening and I would figure, unless you've actually seen the commercial, you're probably even aware, one, that it's happening, or two, why it's happening. But the point that I want to make or show is, is just how or what it is that you can learn from this whole fiasco, right? I, I, there are certain things I can't, I would like to speak on, but... I have worked directly with some people and I um I can't do that publicly. So that's another story. But there are still things that we can learn. There are still things that we can talk about that will be beneficial to you present day. What can we if you first of all, if you think for one second, if you think for one second that everything that isn't done that happens that is successful that current day players don't refer back to those things. Come on now. Anyway, so let's break it down. Let's 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 break down exactly how the hustle went down, right? 
because the whole introduction of cigarettes came on the scene in the early 1900s all right world war one is what really got the ball to moving because they used to send the soldiers overseas cigarettes for free but you know what makes this story really good this is why i love women and feminism because they're so full of shit like everything that i study always comes back to women getting played for suckers they they the pawn you you tell me how smart you are i do hear it but every time when i look back cigarettes processed food diamonds how did it all like this you know we talk about you know society capitalism patriarchy all of that but what's at the root of it it's always women it's always women so you know what was it late 20s 1929 i believe right around the time you know women's suffrage was 1920 so women got the right to vote so the cigarette industry figured out a way to you know women smoking was taboo so that's a lot of money being left on the table Mhm. yeah so what do you do what do you do you bring in your public relations homies your marketing homies and you figure out how can we reel the women in they can be the drivers of this they emotional <laughs> if anybody can really get the industry popping it certainly is the ladies so they created this campaign it was called the um torches of freedom <laughs> and that's what the cigarette was and they had them, you know, do this little protest during a Easter parade. And, you know, the women, they feeling strong and mighty. It's the same tone, same little feminist tone. Like, yeah, we can do anything. Yeah, we can smoke if we want to. Yeah, dumbasses might be to my own detriment, but so. So, anyway. Women were feeling good. Women got to smoking. So, you bring in, again military side soldiers come back home they've already been smoking see what you have to do is the first first approach is a little disinformation right you do that through the media marketing campaign efforts you have to make people believe that they need something right that is cool to do something right that is even okay like this is the end thing any parallels you see current day uh-huh yeah so anyway we move on and this is just brief i'm just trying to just kind of go through how how big tobacco were able to kind of become the giant that they did become and in some regards still are i mean the numbers have certainly dropped but i would argue that they're still doing pretty well but anyway, so after they got the women on board, they had to move to cinema. We got to get the movie. We got to get the actor. See, everything, <laughs> the imagery, like we are so impressionable. So when we see our people who we look up to, our celebrities, right, public figures smoking, mm, nice. We want to get in on that. It's just cool. I see that now. I find it interesting how many women smoke cigars. I mean, in, in the pictures and the images that you see on social media, it's like it's cool. Like it's, you know, it's always some little suave pose. You got you over to the side. You kind of got it hanging. You know, you, you got this little dope look in your eyes. Like it's cool. People want to do shit that looks cool, even as adults, like grown-ass people. But it's a cool factor. Everybody want to be down with cool. I saw them interview the lady who did the first, the female lady. I can't remember her name. Um, Chapman, something Chapman, um, who did the first advertisement for cigarettes. Pretty nice looking lady. She was uh, really young when she started. I think she was like 17. And she said they told her, like, hey, do you smoke? And she was like, no. Now, of course, her voice is all jacked up now. I think she ended up getting cancer. But 
essentially they was like, Hey, you up and coming model. You're trying to, you know, market smoking. You need to be smoking. And so you look at the images that they, when they ran her, all of her little marketing campaigns, Oh, she looks great. She's nice looking girl. She's having a time of her life. She has a cigarette in her hand. Like it's cool. Yeah. Anyway. So we're moving on anyway. Um, where does that bring us? So we moving right along on the timeline. I'm trying to keep this, you know, early 1900s. We move along to around around about the end of the 1930s, going into 1940s. This is when some light bulbs start going off. They start to see a rise in lung cancer. And this is when the hustle began, right? This is when the hustle began because we moving units we're making money now here you come want to say that there's possibly some issues that could be detrimental to the health of the public like ah that's a problem i just want you to keep a little asterisk in your mind of how what you just think about what i'm saying about tobacco and then you think current day everything about food current day Everything about GMOs current day. Everything about vaccines current day. All right? So, of course, this is when the big boys have big meetings. <laughs> you start calling to question their products, the products that are making a lot of money. We have to fix this. So they came out with a statement, you know, in the 50s. They was like, hey, you know, it's cool. Don't worry. There's no evidence. That's always the first statement. There's no evidence to prove this is unhealthy. There's no evidence. There's no scientific study to say that this is bad for you. So they, again, they put a plan together. How do you deal with this? How do you deal with the public? How do you delay regulation? How do you appear to protect the consumer? Oh, we introduce a filter to the cigarettes. That's what they did next. <laughs> you know, the little filter in the cigarettes. <laughs> oh, think about food right now. Think about food right now. Right? You got unhealthy stuff going on. Right? You got a you you got a processed food product that's complete trash. And then we put a stamp on the front. Fat free, sugar free, gluten free. And it's okay. It has the perception that it's okay. That's what a cigarette filter was. That damn filter didn't do anything. But it was the perception. Do you follow? Follow what I'm saying to the good peoples? So the, fir the first approach to the big tobacco hustle was disinformation. Right? The second approach, once things begin to explode, all right. Around the late 50s, this is when Britain, they their government began to accept that there was a link between smoking and cancer. Of course, when this starts exploding in other countries, you you have the US had to to respond, right? So the government here began putting committees together like we got to we need answers. Right? How do we, how do we respond? The second approach to the big tobacco hustle you put the responsibility on the consumer. So you stick a label up there. Stick a label on it and you put a warning. Then you release yourself from any liability. And we say we did our job by warning them. They smoked it anyway. Hey. How's that our problem? And what I find interesting, I don't know if you've noticed. So in the past few years, there's been a lot of ongoing back and forth about gmo labeling right and everybody's been against it what well, the big companies have been against it customers have asked for it the consumers have asked for it um so on and so forth right well what's interesting is that if you've paid attention to products here recently and this is if you read your labels start looking on the back of packages when you go to the grocery store look on the back of lays potato chips look on the back of um some sodas look on the back of um uh, what else have i seen it on 
um, cookies, like Chips Ahoy. Look on the back of um, just 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 anything that you come across, and you'll see something at the bottom underneath the ingredients. You'll see something that says partially produced with genetic engineering. And I find it interesting because it is quietly happening, right? Now, there was, I believe in Vermont, some mandatory labeling that was required. But I find it interesting that some of this is happening voluntarily. And what it tells me is that the companies are attempting to relieve themselves of any liability in that regard because they're giving you a warning right we don't even have to argue about it and it also conditions you like it's no big deal it's written pretty small it's not a box it's not in a label of any sort it's just text it just says partially produced with genetic engineering doesn't doesn't spell out gmos or any any anything of sort so you know, you're likely to see it and it eh, it falls in whatever you're not even you don't you don't even pay it any attention. You become kind of numb to it, so to speak. Similar similar type thing, right? So the last piece that I've noticed in all of this, when you kind of look at Big Tobacco's whole approach of essentially bringing a product to the market right intentionally manipulating it so much so that the nicotine the dosage that you take in is highly addictive finding out that it is problematic to the public's health however once upon finding out like some of these companies and you can listen to some of the scientists who used to work with some of these tobacco companies and they say they will say in the beginning that they did initially start out with good intentions the companies they started out with good intentions on researching to see what was going on but once the research came out and when i say came out didn't publicly come out but once it was shared within the company once those scientists let them know, whoa, this is what's happening here in the labs. There was one instance where a scientist mentions that his company actually put together a special research group. But once the results start coming out and the mouses that they were, the mice that they were testing began to form tumors, they came in, they, they went and consulted with their lawyers came in one day and asked all the scientists for their notes and their notebooks. Conveniently, afterwards, they said the notes and the notebooks accidentally got destroyed, right? So, again, you have a product, you put it on the market, you develop it and enhance it in such a way that you know people will become addictive to. You find out that that product is detrimental to the health of the public you then try to cover it up you try to mislead you then try to um offer some pseudo help and protection for the consumer you give them pseudo warnings passing the responsibility back over to them but but more importantly what you see happening with big tobacco as they begin to right around the 70s is when 60s and the 70s is when the committees jfk put together a committee it, it was conclusive right Cigarettes cause disease, cause cancer, cause emphysema. They then had to ease the fear. How do you do that? You create a false sense of security. You start new campaigns. Like this, to me, the parallels between this and GMOs is like crazy to me. 
It's just it's the same exact thing that's happening. So you then create new campaigns. Those new campaigns confirm to the public everything is okay. And you make anyone who is attempting to come against that look crazy. They're liars. They're fear mongers. And that's essentially, that's essentially what they did. And so now you hear, you have here, like, these people knew for over 50 years. And those closely, like, you know, you see some of the documentaries, some of the scientists and the, and the um, associates that work within the companies or either some of the PR companies, some of the scientists, they will say their interactions right then becoming privy to certain information even stopped them from smoking so those connected to it was like whoa this is convincing enough yikes i better stop i better leave this alone but the engine itself continued to perpetuate the lie what what is the point of all this what's the point of all this what what you saying here i'm saying what i am saying here is that you will not get any passes for being a dumbass. What I am saying to you is you cannot wait on anyone else to make proper decisions when it comes to your health and your wellness and the health and wellness of your family. There is a hustle going on. This is why, for me, getting in control of my emotions was so important. You cannot think properly. You cannot think logically when your emotions are all over the place. No, that's not what it is. I've taken, I got a degree in so-and-so, and we, and shut up. Like, you so loud and ignorant, you can't even hear anything outside of that. You have no openness. You have no... Um, what's the word? Mm, you lack the ability, right? To absorb, to even consider, forget absorbing, to consider anything outside of what fits in your little small scope of thinking. You gotta be able to come to grips with what the people some of the organizations, some of the industries in this country have been doing and is doing. And maybe the has been is what I'm trying to emphasize, what they have been doing. So it's not so far-fetched when I tell you that, yes, this can be, I'll use y'all favorite word, a conspiracy, if that's what you want to call it. There can be some ulterior motives going on here. If you think for one second, if you're waiting on an industry that is making billions of dollars to come out and say to you, well, yeah, actually this right here is probably going to get you jacked up. You do this every day. You eat this every day for 20 years, bro. You're going to get jacked up. That's what you're waiting for. That's what you're waiting for. Oh, okay. Let me know how that works out. Maybe, maybe you onto something. I don't know. What I am saying to you, (laughs) what I'm saying to you is that open your eyes to the hustle. I'm trying to show you that there is a hustle. There has been one going on for a very, very long time. And although I don't agree with the slickster type approach that, you know, Big Tobacco took in in regard to labeling to say, hey, we put our stamp on it, so... That's on y'all if you still chose to do whatever. They're they right, though. May not be fair, you know, may not be morally right in your eyes. Maybe they shouldn't promote certain things. But at the end of the day, you got to take self-accountability and self-responsibility. Because it may be another 50 years before that morality judge that you're waiting to rule comes around and sets that straight. Yes, it's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to look and see what it is that you're putting in your body. It's your responsibility not to purchase certain things if you know it's detrimental to you. That's your responsibility. 
Well, they shouldn't sell that. If they know it's killing people, maybe they should. Maybe they shouldn't. But it ain't stopped them so far. Millions have been made. Billions. Let me not say. Let me correct that. Billions have been made. And so many people have died in the process. You think that has mattered? Do you think death? I'm trying to figure out do we even read at all. Do you really think people dying is enough to move these gangsters? These are real gangsters. No. No, that's your problem. They didn't die. Their family didn't die. That's on you. And I shouldn't say they didn't die because some of them have died. Um, um, was it Philip Morris? Was it his president, CEO, died of cancer? One of them. It's a hustle, man. Disinformation is more powerful. It, it's, it's just more... <laughs> like, it is the confusion, right? Is more powerful, right? When you, you deliberately cause people not to know what is right right like they don't have to prove that what the other side is saying is wrong they just gotta put some doubt there and that's what's happening right now with food that's what's happening right now with drinks like y'all still waiting on somebody to tell you that sodas are no good some you, you still waiting on somebody to tell you that artificial sugars and, sh and fake sugar alcohols are worse than sugar itself you still waiting on somebody to tell you that Diet Coke is like drinking crack. All right, maybe I'm exaggerating, but that's a matter of opinion. I'm just saying, you, you're waiting on someone to confirm to you things that, one, should be common sense, and two, that just with a little bit of work, a little bit of study, a little bit of research will show you these things are harmful, but I always go back to, to common sense. You know, I, I, I like to study scientific things. Sometimes it's cool to learn the lingo or whatever. And, and, and some of the terminology of, of what is being said and done and researched and yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, I really don't want to promote that. I, I don't believe living a healthy lifestyle has to be confusing. Because it doesn't. It doesn't. There's some things that has to, with you, has to trigger. Like, that don't make sense to me. Mm, that don't add up to me. And for most people right now, they're on the other side of the coin. So they're saying, if you, if you question anything that's mainstream, they're saying that don't make any sense. Like, they're so far gone, like, I, mm -mm, like you the devil. You just a liar. Like, I figured out how to get rid of people now when I'm talking to them. I, it's so many things I can trigger people. <laughs> you talk religion. You say you, you anti-vaccines. Or, like, it's, it's you talk about the military. Like, it's so many things that you can say to just get rid of people. Like, they did thank you, like, the second coming of Satan. I love it. I love it because I like people who don't like to think to be far, far away from me. So... Yeah. What do we gather? What is the point? What's the what's the takeaway? The takeaway of what you can learn from big tobacco. One. You're going to die or be very sickly for a very long time if you are waiting on an industry who makes money from you selling you products you're gonna die waiting on them to tell you that those products could be possibly detrimental to your health okay that's one two it is your responsibility to know what's going on i don't care what you got going on or you just suffer the consequences you just ride along with everybody else but it's your responsibility you got time to do everything else. You got time to talk about Trump. You got time to talk about H&M. You got time to talk about whatever the dumbest mess is going on in the news that you're supposed to be afraid about or upset about every week. You got time for that. 
You got time to run the stats on your favorite, you know, sports player. You got time to know who your favorite R&B or rap artist is dating and how many people they dated before that. Like, you got time for all that. Don't, I don't want to hear you. ain't got no time. It's your responsibility. Your health is your responsibility. Ladies, oh, sacred woman you are. Yes, you have a duty. You have a duty to take care of your family. You do. To whom much is given, much is required. Like all of this little sucker stuff where I'm just saying, why I gotta, you know, they should just do, like, no. It's your responsibility. And lastly, there ain't no sense of security. Every sense of security that you think of, you can just, just, just as a rule of thumb, consider it false. False. Right? Everything outside of you that you consider a sense of security, just consider it false. All right? Give the industry, give everyone else, they have the burden of proof. You don't wait around. You don't be the guinea pig <laughs> and, tr- and trying out like, oh, okay, we'll just wait. I'll just wait and see. We'll just wait and see what happens. No, no. Get rid of that, like, that desire to get some sense of safety from your government, from your medical industry, from your food industry. You you got to come into this space on your own. This is why it's not for everybody because everybody not willing like, look, I need I need them to take care of me and tell me what's right or wrong. I need them to do the study. I need my daughter to do all the reading and tell me what's right or wrong because I, I can't. That's what he for. That's what he went to school for. I can't. And for those people, you, let that's fine. Let them be. That's their thing. But I ain't, I'm talking about the people who want to take control of their life self-responsibility self-accountability i'm gonna say it over and over and over again you can either get with that or you can't if you want that if you want a life of free living good living right you you can't skate those two things you you have to open your eyes to see what is going on yes they will lie to you yes they will poison your children Yes, they will kill you if necessary. But that ain't, I don't I don't tell you those things to be fearful because ultimately it's a choice. You you playing a role in all of this. So it's not like trust me, I'm never promoting no victim mode, all right? So it's not like, oh, I'm the damsel in the streets, there's nothing I could do. No matter what, they're just gonna kill us and poison us. No. No, that's not the message that I'm trying to promote here. It is take back your power. You have the power. You, we, individually, as a people, we have the power. It is take it back. It doesn't have to go down like this, right? Like, it was another discussion that came up, again, about pregnant women. You know what I find interesting? I, I just do a lot of observing, and I'm learning to be quiet. I just make notes to myself. But a lot of the the women who I see other women look up to are very interesting. And it's always like, we're always looking for someone else to kind of confirm the stupid shit that we do. Like, Ooh, they do that stupid shit too. So it's not that bad. Like, okay, cool. So anyway, the conversation came up about pregnancy and women drinking And I find it interesting, especially when I see so many women who say they want to get pregnant, right? This is off on a tangent for a minute, but I just, I just, I'm going somewhere. Just stay with me. Women who say they want to get pregnant, even women who've experienced miscarriages or whatever. And then you get pregnant and you can't stop drinking alcohol. Well, my doctor said a little bit of wine don't hurt. Like shit like that just blows me. You mean to tell me, so this is an alcoholic beverage, an alcoholic beverage that is potent enough if you drink enough of it that 
it can alter your speech. Does something to your brain. You need your doctor to tell you. What? I, I don't get that, man. That just don't make no sense to me. And the reason I bring it up is because I saw someone pretty influ influential, and especially with black women, who was talking about this. And it, it's, it's almost like we've gotten to a point to where everybody want, everybody want to be little bitches. And what I mean by that is, I just want to do what I want to do, even if it's detrimental. I want the easy way out, and I want to feel good about that. So all of the commentary, all of the dialogue is going to how, that's not that bad. Yeah, do it, because I do it too. Like, that's stupid. The same thing with the women pregnant smoking marijuana. Like, why do you need a doctor to tell you that? Well, there's been no study to prove that that, like... You need a study? All right. It's me. I know it ain't y'all. It's just me. Don't even pay me no mind. It's just me. I don't know what, I don't know. I don't know what you say to people like that. Like, you know, it's your body. Common sense. Common sense. Common sense. Common sense. Anyway. We wonder why our children, and I say this lastly, are coming into this world with all sorts of illnesses and diseases, quote unquote. We wonder how they're coming out already with weak organs, eczema, psoriasis, allergies. I guess I guess none of these things is just happenstance. I guess maybe God's punishing us or something. I don't know. Come on, people. Come on. Come on. Anyway. That's what we're talking about. I got I got some more good stuff that I'm pretty sure you ain't never heard about. Of the extremes that these people have gone through to poison, to lie. Like, lie. Like, how do you believe people who have already lied to you numerous times? How do you believe people who have lied to you for decades? That blows me. They have decades. Like, how many more lies they got to tell you? That's what's so crazy about politicians. Like, y'all really still into this whole politician thing. How many more times these people got to lie to you? And you still believe them. You still believe, like, that other person just might be different. Or this side just might be a little bit Wow. So can you feel sorry for that? No, you can't feel sorry for that. Like, the people bring it on themselves. You get no sympathy for being a dumbass, all right? And there's no leniency on that either, okay? It, cause and effect. So if you decide, decide to be stupid, there could be another choice. There could be other things. Other things are being presented to you. You just dismiss it all together. You don't even consider it. You don't even research it. Then that's on you. You get no sympathy for that. You get no sadness for that. No. Uh-uh. And that's unfortunately how illnesses work. Like, there's some people right now that are the epitome of ignorance. And they sick. And they brought it on themselves. Oh, you shouldn't say that. that you call it what you want. Cause and effect. That's how this world works. That's how this little this whole cycle goes, guys. So, yeah. The hustle is real, good people. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's all I got for today. I, I, hopefully that made sense. Hopefully my intention moving forward shedding some light on some other things before I re really dig into what I want to dig into like don't because I'm, I'm gonna start cussing people out that's really what I'm essentially I'm, I'm trying to lay this foundation so I don't have to cuss as many people out but I'm gonna start cussing people out because when you step to me on some well why would they lie about xyz like I'm already showing you what they're lying about. I'm already showing you what they have lied about. Are lying about, have lied about. I'm showing you that. Don't 
don't come and, and, and check, try to check me after that. Like I got it all. I, I got everything. I got, I got the deets on pharmaceutical drugs. I got it on vaccines. I got it on disease. I, the list, the food, I, it's on all of it. Everything that you think, you know, is all a lie. <laughs> it is some of it. Some of it I came across kind of hurt my feelings. The rest of it, I kind of laughed. Some of it made me a little mad. Some of it, I just laughed like, damn, these people are good. But the information is there. The information is there. We're all we're all complicit in what is going on. So we don't get a pass. We don't. You can't tell me that you're this high spiritual being, that you're connected to the most high and the most high ain't letting you in. The most high is not opening your mind enough so that you can discern right from wrong good and bad what you need for yourself what you don't need like that's something wrong with that story where is your higher level of protection coming from that's all i'm saying i don't know we're gonna talk about it though all right that's all i got y'all until next time peace Thanks for listening to the Project Rook Podcast. Remember, you are your greatest assignment. Until next time.